What's up, guys? Bet the Universe here, Dennis Perez, Roel Cabral, coming to you on a Friday, November the 13th. About to get into the Week 10 preview show. Ro, you want to say hello? Yeah, what's up, guys? Ready to go. Let's do Week 10. Let's get some good picks. Let's get some good info. And let's make some winnings this week. Bettheuniverse.podbean.com. Also on Spotify. Also on iTunes. Let's get right into it. So we're going to start with the Philadelphia Eagles at the uh, New York Giants. Eagles are favored by three and a half on the roll. And the total is 44 and a half. The uh, Eagles coming off a bye here. G-Men coming off another win against the the Washington football team, which they like to beat up on. Daniel Jones has 16 straight losses to opponents not named Washington. So the Eagles are not named Washington, so we got to watch out here for that. Doug Peterson, D, 1-3 off of bye weeks, so not too strong there with that. But Philly always beats up on the Giants at the end of the day. So, I mean, when I look at the line, the line's three, three and a half maybe some places. Uh, Eagles also getting really healthy. Alshon Jeffrey back. Ray Gore is probably going to be back. Uh, Miles Sanders will be back. The l- offensive line is getting healthy this week. You know, the G-men have been doing great against the spread this year. 5-0 and won the last six. But I lean Philly here, D. I lean Philly here. 63% of the money coming in on Philly. So the public also on Philly. Philly, like Ro mentioned, eight straight wins versus the Giants. Carson went 7-1 and one versus the Giants. But the Giants seem to always play close games. Last six games for them, all one-possession games, even though the Giants average only 18.7 a game, which is good for 31st in the league. Mm-hmm. I'm going to lean the plus three and a half at home here. I have a, a, a feeling the Giants going to break through. Well, th- this game is a good one for them to do it. I hear you, D. I, I would have to agree with you as far as that. The one thing, keep in mind, Giants at home, 4-15 and 15 against the spread the last three years. So, not a really a good strong team. And the road team has covered five of the last six games in this series. So, those are little nuggets for you there. We're going to move on to the Houston Texans at the Cleveland Browns. Browns favored at home by 3.5. And, and the total sits at 48.5. D, this is my favorite bet of the week for me. Cleveland. I know they could be a little bit up and down, but Houston is 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 one of those shaky teams. Zero covers as a dog the last seven. They're one and seven against the spread this year. You're getting Chubb back this week for Cleveland. They kill it. They're, they're one of the top teams, uh, rushing teams in the league. Texans give up the most rushes in the league. Trying to keep it simple here. Cleveland runs all over Houston, and they cover the three and a half here. Texans, man, 2-6, and six. Browns 5-3 and three at home. Like Rose said, coming off the bye, Browns are 30th in passing, 5th in rushing, 15th in defense, good for middle of the pack. Uh, Texans, they allow a lot of rushing yards. They allow 159 rushing yards per game. That's good for most in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Deshaun Watson is still, you know, he's simmering. He's a 108 passer rating on the year, so he's been good despite the bad record for the team. I'm going to lean the Browns at home here, minus three and a half. You, of course, by the hook, get that to three. Get that to three, for sure. You give yourself a, a, you know, a better chance that if anything goes wrong, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you for sure. You got to buy that field hook. Goal, you at least get the push there. You got to buy that hook there. <clears throat> so we're going to uh, also 60... 64% of the money coming in on Cleveland for mm. the home team. It's there. a high percentage there. We're going to move on to Washington football team at the Detroit Lions. Detroit Lions are favored by four and a half at home. I couldn't get a total on this one last night. It wasn't up on the duel. You have yeah. a total for this one, Rowan? No, D. There hasn't been totals and lines up. I think it was three and a half earlier in the week. I'm expecting to see three. I think the reason for that was because uh, um The total. Steph- no, I didn't get the total. Yeah, no total. The, the line's four and a half for the okay. Lions. I could get that one, but I couldn't find the total out there. We'll keep searching. We'll, yeah, on we'll the keep total. looking for that one. You know. But for now, uh, as we get into this game, 
Keep in mind, Alex Smith will be starting this game for the Washington football team. He did have a little bit of a, of a great second half last year, put up with some numbers there against the Giants. But, you know, the Giants are playing prevent defense. Um, right here, the, the, the big concern was Matthew Stafford being on a concussion protocol here. He's going to be all right to play. Washington is 0-3 on the road this year. They lost by 1-14-15, and 15, so some big losses there on the road. Lions can be shaky at home as a favorite, 2-4 and four against the spread. Lions 2-9 and nine against the spread, the last 11 at home, and they're 0-3 this year against the spread at home. So it's a shaky pick if you're taking the Lions, but if you're going to take the Lions, it would be against a team like this This team. So you know, it looks Washington. like it looks like Stafford is going to play. He is 4-46.5. 46.5, all right. It looks like Staff is going to play. He is 4-0 versus Washington. The Lions, they scored 20 or more points in all eight of the games this year. But surprising about Washington, they are the fourth-ranked defense in the NFL. Mm. And they allow the fewest passing yards per game. Oh, so there's that going into this game. You got to pick here? This is a tough game to handicap, no? Yeah, this is a tough one. I'll lean the plus four-and-a-half football team. I like the over in this game. Keep it close. Detroit's gone over nine of the last ten at home. I like the over here. So we're going to go to the, the Jaguars and the Packers. Packers favored by almost two touchdowns, 13 and a half at the moment, and the, the total are even 50. Yeah, the Packers, they like to beat up on teams like this. The, they're 14 and three versus teams with a, a winning percentage of 125 or lower, and that's what uh, the Jags are. Jags 5 and 11 against the spread, the last 16. You know, <clears throat> Jacksonville 1 and 5 against the spread following a loss, so not a good team, fo- you know, not a good team. Following a loss, they're not a, the kind of team that's going to rally or anything like that. I, you know, it's hard to take this big line here with 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 Green Bay, a, a big spread. Maybe a teaser candidate here. The, the, um, Green Bay is actually one and four as a double digit chalk the last couple since 2015. So I, I, it's hard for me to take that minus 14 with the the, the backdoor cover lurking there. Dean, what do yeah, you think? this one's a stay away for me. Line is too high. Uh, public 52 percent coming in on Green Bay, so public pretty much thinks the same thing. The line is too high. Uh, Packers allow the most rushing touchdowns. That's mm-hmm. something uh, concerning that Packers have allowed James the, the most rushing touchdowns. James Robinson has seven TDs on the year. Uh, Q, uh, QB Aaron Rodgers. I mean, what what more can you say about him? He's having a great year. 117 and a half passer rating this season as the highest in the NFL. Nice. And, you know, the Packers don't allow too many sacks. Uh, I, in fact, probably the fewest in the league, right? Because the ball one or, one, or, one or fewer sacks in seven of the eight games, so they, they nice. give him good protection. And, you know, no wonder he's having such a great year. Yeah, he gets the ball out, you know. He's a smart quarterback. But this one's a stay away, line too high, can't touch 13 and a half. Uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers coming off the loss to the Saints last week, big buck kicking, going against the Carolina Panthers. Total was 50 and a half. Bucks are favored by five and a half on the road. D, the Bucks. I look for the Bucks to bounce back here. You know, this is going to be part of one of my teaser specials The uh, on a six-point teaser here. I like Tampa to win this game. It's hard for me to go against Teddy Bridgewater because all year I've been saying Teddy Bridgewater as a dog, please take him. He's 21-4 and four as a dog. He got five straight covers as a dog. But the one situation that, that I feel comfortable taking him is in this game, D. He got sacked five times against the Bucks last time. He had two interceptions in the first meeting. Brady's 19 and 6 against the spread after a loss. He got 17 of the last co- 17 of the last 20 covers in that position. And he's also 7 and 1 against the spread coming off a 20 um, point loss or more. I just I like I like Tampa to win this game. I like Tampa to win big. And I think Teddy's Teddy's luck is gonna run out here, you know, as far as covering games. 
uh, surprising about the Panthers, they're eighth in offense. Mm. So they do, they but they, the they do a lot of their damage, of course, with McCaffrey. And I think he's out for this game, right, Ro? So yeah, they scored out. 26 per game with McCaffrey and then 22 per game without McCaffrey. It's 54% of the public money coming in on, the market average coming on Tampa Bay so far. Um, that's, you know, we're going into the weekend, so things are obviously going to change. The Tampa Bay defense are first in allowing the, the lowest rushing yards per, per game at okay. 78. And then, you know, you got Tom Brady coming off a bad game, 6-2, and two, the next game after a game where he throws three picks. Nice. So everything is pointing towards Tom. And Carolina's also 1-3 against the spread at home. So that, that votes well for Tampa backers. I'm not crazy about the five-and-a-half line, but if I had a lean, it'd, it'd be Tampa Bay, being that Christian McCaffrey is out the game. Denver Broncos at the Vegas Raiders. Raiders favored at home by four and a half. Total sits at 50 and a half. You know, the Raiders are, are having a sneaky good year and, and Carr is having a sneaky good year. D and 16 touchdowns, two picks for Carr. You know, he's, he's doing pretty well. They've also covered the last five in this series, so that goes well if you think in Vegas, if you think in Vegas here. The one thing is that Vic Vangio and the Broncos are pretty good at, at underdogs. They're five and three as dogs this year. You know, okay number, but ten and five the last fifteen. So the Broncos do fight in these kind of games. I like to lean here on the over. The overs gone seven uh, seven of the last eight have gone over for the Raiders. And the Broncos' last three games have gone over. Locke has been putting up some numbers. I like the over in this game, and it's a stay away as far as... So, if anything, as far as the line, I like the Broncos at the plus. Public is split on this one, uh, 51-49. The, the Broncos have won 12 of the last 17 against Vegas. So, mm-hmm. you have that there going for them. But their defense has been very poor. They allowed 30 or more points the last three games. I'm also leaning the over here with Roe, 50 and a half. It sounds very doable. Uh, you know, Raiders give up a lot as well and score. They, they, the home team has won the last eight games in this series, mm. so the Raiders have that going for them. And, and nothing like we're talking about offense here, 300 or more yards of offense in 13 straight games for the Vegas Raiders. Nice. So, you know, Impressive. we lean over here. We both agree here yeah, on the over. Totally. So right. we're going to move on to the uh, Los Angeles Chargers, the Miami Dolphins. This line's been dropping, right, Ro? I believe yeah, Miami was started at three, Miami, and now we have it's at one and a half, uh, Miami at home, and the total sure. forty-eight and a half. Yeah, D. Miami's impressive, man. They've won and covered the last four. You know that's why I had a little head scratching with me with the line. Uh, you know it's hard because you got to follow the line. You seen what happened last night with the Colts. As if you follow the line, you you see that the Sharks were jumping on the opposite line, right? You see the Colts. Same thing here. They're jumping on the Chargers. But Miami's covered the last four. They're fifteen and five the last twenty against the spread. So this team going back to last year, they they outdoing the handicappers right here. They do they're doing pretty good. And you got two and zero with Tua. And you one and five with Herbert. Chargers find a way to lose every game. I- I'm shocked at this line, D. I still don't know why this line is what it is. It scares me almost. Public looks like the public's on Miami here. Fifty nine percent of the market average going to Miami for this contest. Chargers are three and fifteen, man, in games decided by eight or less. You know how they do in one possession okay. games. It's something that's followed them around for a while. They are seventh in offense. Justin Herbert is is performing. He's having a good rookie season. And Bosa's season. back this week. He was coming back off concussion protocol, so he'll be back this week. I so mean, Chargers get that. Chargers get one of their big pass rushers back into the game. Dolphins are riding a four game winning streak, and they are four and one in non divisional games. And they're four and one against the spread at home too, D. So this is a head scratching. A lot of the signs are pointing to Miami. I did mention in in the show prior that this was the trap game of the week, and you know the trap has been laid. 
and we're all gonna find out Sunday what yeah. happens. I think there's who a was stay the right side. I think there's a stay away, but I I like Miami, but I'm scared to take them just because of the line. Dude. I'll be honest with you. I like Miami though. Trap game think? for sure. I, I think it's a trap. I like Miami as well, but you know, <laughs> I I kind of why we got. It's scary, right? I could see myself maybe laying money on this come game time, but maybe not. Yeah, I don't. I just don't know what to think about this one. I agree. And when a situation like that, maybe it's best to stay away. We're going to move, move on. on to the Buffalo Bills at the Arizona Cardinals. This one should be a goodie. Cardinals favored at home by two and a half, and the total sits at a high 56 and a half for this one. Yeah, cards, man. They almost. I almost feel like the cards Cards need this game. You know, the Bills coming off a good a good win, flying high. They're also getting pretty healthy on defense, so you got to watch out for that. But the concern with the Bills is they're allowing 4.6 yards per rush is one of the worst marks in the league. They're 1-4 against the spread the last five on the road. You know, the cards here with Kingsbury, they're 15-8 and eight against the spread since Kingsbury started. So Kingsbury is, is is doing really well, especially compared to what the handicappers think. You know, my lean here is the cards, man. I don't feel great about it, but I lean cards, maybe maybe the over even better, right, D? I mean, tough, tough. game to call here. 56% of the market average coming in on Buffalo. They've won six of the last seven against Arizona. They are the fourth-ranked offense. They have things rolling with Singletary. Also, running back Zach Moss getting in on the action. True. He's been having some good games. Cardinals are fifth on offense. They've scored 20 or more points in 11 straight of their games. Kyler Murray, first in NFL history to have 2,000 or more passing yards, 500 or more rushing yards through the first mm. eight games of the season. He's a dynamic player. This one's tough. Uh I would like to take the over here. 56 and a half is a bit kind of high for me. So I'm just going to lay off and enjoy this one right here. Yeah, let's watch that one, right? That's a, that should be a good one. Yeah, the, the game is crazy right here. There should be a lot of points scored, but you know. I'm a Buffalo fan. I've been a Buffalo fan since I was a kid. I've root for them secretly because they, <laughs> they've been an embarrassment for so long. Well, but Not anymore, buddy. Not well, anymore. Well, not really secretly. I have, I have Buffalo apparel and all that, but... Allen looks good, man. Allen had it coming off his best game last year, so you, you have a lot to smile about and to look forward to here. Well, we'll see about that game. We're going to move on to the Seattle Seahawks against the Los Angeles Rams. Rams are favored by two at home. This total is 54 and a half. Another tough game here, another divisional matchup. You know, Seahawks coming off a loss on the road. They are averaging 34 points a game, which is outstanding. LA's giving up only 19 points a game, which is second in the league. So it's going to be a battle of Seattle's offense against that that defense, you know. Uh, Goff has had a lot of good history here against Seattle, averaging 332 yards a game in, in, the la in his four games that he's played against them. Rams, D, they have allowed the fewest completions on, third, on, on throws 20 yards or more. So all those deep throws that Russell has... You know, they've only gone 5 of 23. The Rams have allowed the fewest completions as far as that goes, so keep an eye out for that. One last thing, Wilson, 23 and 10 as an underdog against the spread, D. So you have that. 60% of the money coming in on Seattle so far, market average. I mean, let's be honest, Seattle's defense is, is bad. They're the 31st-ranked defense in the NFL. In fact, they've allowed more points and pass yards through eight games this year than they did the whole 2013, which was their Super Bowl year, all 16 of their regular season games that season. Rams, they've won four of their last five against Seattle. They are at home here. Offense been a little spotty lately. First five games of the season, they were averaging 27 per game. These last three, not down to 19, but that 19 should get boosted up against this defense here. True. My lean would be the over 54 and a half. Me In too. fact, it's going to be one of my picks of the week. We're going to go with the 54 and a half, the oval here in Seattle. I, hear you. I agree. 
Move on to the San Francisco 49ers at the at the uh, New Orleans Saints. Saints favored by nine and a half at home. I think that well, that line opened what seven? Yeah, it's it's gone up. It's gone up. It was like seven when it opened. All right, so we're up to nine and a half here. Seven, seven and a half. Probably be ten by Sunday. Uh, bro, what you think about this one? You know, this is gonna be one of those games for me that honestly, if I was to bet on it, it's hard for me to say it, but. If you're looking for any kind of value here, it's all with the Niners here, guys. And I'm sorry, you know, it's some people like the. I, I also like this as a teaser special. But when you're looking at the spread, San Francisco's nine and three against the spread on the road, third best mark in the NFL. They're six and one against the spread on the road uh, as an underdog. And New Orleans as a favorite is not a great team, especially at home. At home as a favorite, they're seven and fourteen against the spread at home. You know, there's a big number. You, this number gets up to ten. You might have to hold your nose and think, you know, take San Fran with this one. But I do like this as a tease. I think New Orleans wins this game, but it's just too many points. I, I could see this getting a late backdoor cover, you know. So I like, the, I like the Saints as far as winning the game in a teaser special with the six points. But I do like the Niners to cover this game, D. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to agree with you on the Saints. I think I'm going to throw the Saints in my teaser later on. And I'll get them at the, at three and a half. Yes. We'll talk about that after the rest of these games here. Saints are third, the third defense. I think the second ranked defense now after the events of last night. Yeah. Um, they are coming off the thirty-five point blowout of Tampa Bay. Think about the 49ers. They had a strong rushing game in the beginning of the season. The first seven games of the season, they were averaging 137 rushing game, uh, yards on the ground. But these last two games here, 53, it's down to 53 and a half rushing mm. yards per game. So I'm looking for the Saints here in a tease, and we're gonna get to that later. We're gonna move on to the Cincinnati Bengals at the at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Steelers still eight and zero, the only undefeated team left in the NFL. The Steelers are favored by six and a half at home, and the total sits at forty five and a half. The big one of the big stories in going into this game, D, is one is gonna be Big Ben because because of the COVID protocol. The I don't know what was going on with that. I think he's gonna play, um, but keep in mind here, guys, it's gonna be a battle of the trenches. The, the Steelers, they lead the league in sacks. The Bengals, they allow the second most. They're tied for allowing the second most with 28 sacks. So that votes very well here for the Steelers. The Bengals are coming off a bye. The Bengals are one of the top teams on against the spread on the road for the last 10 years, too. So keep that in mind. Um, dogs are 15-6-2 against the spread in AFC North games. So dogs do do well in this division. This is a high line. Gun to my head. I take the plus nine and a half. But I'd rather stay away from this game. Steelers been playing shaky games lately. You don't know what you're going to get from the Bengals here either. They, they, they're a good team against the spread this year. Steelers have won nine straight against Cincinnati. They are the fifth-ranked defense in the NFL. And running back James Conno, uh, he's very good. at. He averages 90 rushing yards per game at home. Hmm. Bengals, they have scored 27 or more points in three straight games. So the offense over there is putting up numbers. Also, this game I'm just going to stay away from as well. Steelers have had too many close calls yeah, for me to lay six and a half. We're going to go to the Baltimore Ravens at the New England Patriots. It's an interesting game here, being with how the close call that the Patriots had against the Jets last week. I mean, Ravens favored by a touchdown on the road, six and a half, and the total, 43 and a half. Dude, the Ravens, they allowed 17 or fewer in five of their six wins. Right now, the Pats allowed 28 points per game in their last three, so that, that doesn't go well. B-more's defense stepping it up, man. They're, um, they allow opponents to convert on third down only 11 of 49. 
on third down, and that's the, the the most recent third downs. And they're also a great team on the road, and they're you know they're nine and one and one against the spread as a road favorite. One thing here, keep in mind, Pats four and zero as a home dog the last four. I like the Ravens here though, D. Ravens are the road monster. Ten yeah. straight road wins. I believe they're undefeated on the road this year. Yeah. Uh, twenty or more points in thirty-one straight games. I think that's an NFL record. The Ravens are rolling right now, so I don't. I don't think there's no reason to believe that they won't beat the Patriots in, in this game right here. I'm gonna. I'm gonna make a selection on this one later. It's gonna be part of my. Uh, part of my picks as well. Patriots. They're allowing 131 rushing yards per game, and the Ravens average the most at 170. So that's another. Nice. Another glaring stat for the for the weekend game here. It's a matchup thing, right? Every, all signs are pointing to the Ravens now. Will they get it done? That's always the question when you're laying down the money. But the that. signs are pointing there. So we'll move on to the Minnesota Vikings at the Chicago Bears. Monday night, right? Monday night game here. Minnesota Vikings, they're favored on the road by two and a half. And the total sits at 43 and a half. Yeah, we talked about this in the earlier show. Huge line swing in this game. Bears were fa- started off favored at two, and it swung all the way to Vikings two, three and a half. I, I seen three, three and a half, then go back down to two and a half. Vikings, the two and zero oh since the bye. They're killing it with the rush right now. Cook is killing them. The last two games, 173 yards and 275 yards. Those those are the rushing amounts in those last two games. Vikings also five and two against the spread on the road the last seven. So they're doing good damage on the road. One concern here is the Bears won the last five games in this the last four games in this series. And Minnesota's averaging eleven points a game the last three games in this series. Another one is 0-9 career for Kirk Cousins. I think he gets his first win here on Monday night. He was 0-9 previously on Monday night. I think he gets his first win, D. Minus 2.5 for Minnesota. I like that game, that pick. Well, touched on it. Kirk Cousins, 0-9 on Monday night football. I mean, that is bad. That is as bad as bad can get. Dalvin Cook, also hot for Minnesota in the last two games. 200 or more yards from scrimmage to go along with two or more touchdowns in each of those games. And the Bears, I mean, after starting 5-1, and one, they've lost three straight now. So... I'm going to go with Rowan, lean on the Vikings to, to, to break the 0-9 streak for Kirk Cousins in this game and get him a win on sure. Monday night, finally. For so sure. those are the uh, this is the Week 10 preview right here. Yes. Down to selections. Yeah, let's just review the picks real quick, D. What was your top pick again? Ravens for you? Well, this week, I, I haven't made the selections yet. I think okay. I'm going to switch it up a bit. I'm going to go Ravens 6.5 as my best bet. Okay. For the weekend, and then I'm gonna do a tease. I'm gonna tease. I'm gonna switch it up, bro. From what I told you before the show, I'm gonna tease okay. the Saints down to three and a half. All right. We're gonna do that, and we're gonna tease the over in the Seattle game down nice. to forty-eight and a half. I like that. I was gonna do the G-Men the plus nine and a half, but I just couldn't bring myself to do it. I understand. When the mic turned on, so we're gonna go Ravens six and a half best bet. Like I like them to run all over New England in that game, and we're gonna go forty-eight and a half. We're gonna tease. The Seahawks total down, throw that with the Saints three and a half, bring that down from nine and a half. Roski, like selections? Yeah, my brother. My uh, number one pick this week is going to be Cleveland. We're going to buy that down to three, guys. And Cleveland minus three against a, a porous Houston defense, a run defense that, that Cleveland should dominate. So I like Cleveland there, minus three. And then teaser special. I'm sticking with my teaser special. It's going to be the Bucks to win. Tom off a bounce back week. I expect them to, to pound the Carolina. Brett, Teddy had a lot of problems against that defense in the first meeting, so I expect the same. And I, I like the Giants here, plus 9.5. Giants been covering every game. I'm adding six points to it. This is a divisional matchup. This is a game that they could win. I'm getting 9.5 points. I'm taking that. 
And then one last pick for you for you total guys. I like the over in the Las Vegas game. They gone over seven of the last eight. I like them to go over again. Fifty and a half over there, right? Yes, fifty and a half. Thank wow. you. Wow. Wow. So we're gonna. Um, we're here, Bet the Universe. Bet the Universe. Podbean. Yeah. Com. We're also on uh, Spotify. We're also on iTunes. What are we gonna get into here? The, the odds on, get, the, on the yeah, on the rookie to, of the year, and and we're gonna do some rookie of the year talk. MVP talk. MVP rookie talk. Of the, rookie of the year talk. Offensive rookie of the year, and we'll we'll talk defensive rookie of the year. Even though I think it's clear, and there's some value there. Um, let's go with the MVP talk first. D. Shocking when I saw it. Russell Wilson. Is still at plus. We got. I, I. There's a lot of different numbers here. It, it's gonna vary depending on where you where you, you got go. Plus one twenty five, Russell. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna look at that. This is a Bovada. Uh, this is a Bovada as of November tenth. Yeah. And they got Russell plus one twenty five, followed by Pat at plus two twenty, and then Aaron Rodgers plus four hundred. Those are the top three, right? The, I don't see any. I don't see any of those top uh, coming. Any winner coming outside those top three. Maybe Kyler. Maybe Kyler, if, if they make a late push here, or even Josh Allen, no? Well, what I just told you about the first in the NFL history with the with the yeah. over 500 rushing yards. He's putting or up those the, kind of numbers, You right? know what I'm saying? I mean, what's this turnovers? That's that's the one thing, because Rodgers doesn't have any turnovers, and, and Patrick only has one INT. So, and Yeah, then, uh, the Kyler at, two, at plus 2,200 stands out to me from anybody under Rodgers. I understand. I think it's going to come either Wilson or Mahomes here, D., I was I was kind of uh, surprised that Wilson was was more favored than Mahomes, because uh because just because Mahomes' numbers are, are better they're better Pat, yeah Mahomes' numbers are better across the board twenty five touchdowns yeah. one pick right and then and Wilson's been throwing a lot of had a lot of turnovers but you got to remember Wilson's fighting from behind because he has one of the worst defenses no I'm sorry not one of the, he has the worst defense ever as far as yardage given up so far so because of that I think that's why Wilson's getting the nod. I like Pat though, D. I think Pat's gonna win the MVP this year at plus two twenty. You could cash that in right now. What do you if, think? If not What's your for the, pick? if not for the Raiders sneaking up on them that one week, they staring at undefeated season in the face. Never has a bad game. Never really has a bad game. Uh, I mean, and certainly never a game like Tom had on Sunday night where he threw three picks and yeah. no touchdowns. You haven't seen that yet from Mahomes. I'm also surprised at Russell being favored plus one twenty five, given all the turnovers that he's had, especially the red zone turnovers this season. I'm gonna ride with Patrick of the top three right here: Rogers, Wilson, Mahomes. The big three, let's call them. I'll ride yeah. with. Patrick, if I had to take a dark horse, I'm riding with Kyla. I love your dark horse, by the way. Good, good pick there. Let's move on. Rookie I want to look at rookie, rookie of the, of the year. year, offensive rookie of the year. This is another one that that that's, this is there's value here. You just got to make a pick though. Who do you think is going to end the season better, Herbert well, or Burrow? The thing with Tua is I don't think he's going to get enough games in because these guys are going to play 16 games and Tua is going to play what nine, eight. This is true, but keep in mind this, D. 2-0 for Tua, 1-5 for Herbert. He already has more wins than Justin Herbert right now, which is kind of crazy. Well, the Tua will have to, like, what, go 7-1 and one or, or something like that? Kind of pop. It, it's not, you know, it's not crazy for that to happen. Maybe a 6-2 and two or something like that from Tua. But I don't, it just value purposes, I guess you could give an eye to Tua, but I think there's going to be a Herbert Burrow competition here. I think it's a Herbert a two a two uh headed race two headed horse race yeah. or two ho well, how you say it two yeah. headed race yeah it's a two headed race man there's a race between two guys Herbert and Burrow uh Not it's a flip I think it's a coin flip between right the two now right we got now. 120 on Herbert and plus 130 on Burrow yeah two at plus at plus 900 if, if I, if I had if I had to lay it I would I would go with Herbert I go with the front runner on this one 
I think Burrow, man, Burrow's been putting up some some crazy rookie numbers. They've been they're six and one against the spread. They've been doing good against good competition. I like Burrow here with the plus with a small a small dog there at plus one thirty. All right, D, one last one here for the defensive rookie of the year. Defensive rookie of the year. I think it's clear for me. I'm shocked that he's at plus one seventy. Chase. Chase Young, why not? I mean, he has help on the defensive line, so he's not going to get double teamed. Mm-hmm. As long as he stays healthy, I, I like the I like him to second overall pick. I mean, he's the first defensive player pick. He's going to get that respect. Patrick Queen from Baltimore is having a good year as well. He's, I heard he's about been him. having but been real disruptive over there. And and Antonio Winfield, I mean, he's helped change that defense in Tampa, D. But I'll go. I, I, I'll go. State. I'll go with the said chalk here. Well, the, yeah. you know, not chalk because they used to be on the plus. But yeah, he is the favorite. I'm gonna go with you on on Chase Young here. Yeah, Chase Young plus 170. So I even saw it at plus 200. That's good value there for Washington. Us. Very sneaky. The fourth ranked defense in the NFL. Exactly. Don't right. you know? You can't tell because they're number 31st on defense on offense, but they are sneaky good on defense. That D line, the front seven is really it's good. The week go- 10 preview right there. Betheuniverse.podbean.com. That's the original home. Uh, we're on iTunes. We're on Spotify. The Week 10 preview show. The picks are in. Enjoy the weekend, guys.